are so honored that you're here with us for season three. We want to share, connect, and grow the paper flower community with you. Welcome to Paper Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paper Talk. Today's episode is sponsored by our patron, Wendy McDowell. We appreciate your donation and we're excited to keep creating content for the paper flower community. If you're interested in supporting us, head on over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk and sign up as a patron. We'd love to see you there. Thank you for joining us for part two of Wendy Anderson Paper Flower Journey. If you'd like to hear the first part, make sure to listen to episode number 73. Can I ask you about the mechanics on your tree? Yes. Because obviously yes. most of us, you know, we we work on small pieces. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, you know, we have our gauges, but I mean, something like that, where do you even begin in terms of thinking of how to make sure that it's sturdy enough, that it can balance and it's holding in place? Like, how do you even begin? Well, my friend Catherine said to me, get a real brand and make it. And I said, but what if it's not a magnolia brand? It won't look right. And so, so again, like I said, we're problem solvers. We sat down and we thought about it. And I said to Jason, well, we'll go down to the local hardware store and we will find some PVC pipe. We will find some aqua tubing for a fish tank and we'll get them in different sizes and we'll go down in size as we do this until we get the lot smaller branches. And we talked about this a lot with Dad while he was here. And Dad said to me, well, don't go buying any PVC pipe. He said, I've got some. Don't get that from the hardware store. But when we got the aqua tubing, he was with us actually. And I got some uh, six millimeter and four millimeter. Um, I know They're you guys are in inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are in inches. So I know I, I can't work that out. You'll have to Google that. No worries. Um, <laughs> but the, the aqua tubing at the hardware store, it was on the last of the roll. And I said to him, what are you going to do with that box and that roll of empty roll of aqua tubing? And he says, oh, we're just going to throw that away. And I said to him, do you mind if I keep that roll? And he goes, you want an empty roll? I said, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> That's what I put in the planter, is this empty roll of aqua tubing. And the, the tube inside, I put the PVC pipe right down inside, mm. and I put a cardboard roll that was smaller than that inside it to keep it straight. Right. And it's gone right down through ends of that roll that the aqua tubing were on. So it's made it absolutely rock solid inside there. Um, and then we've put a piece of round hardboard on the top, which I filled with scoria, of course, to mm-hmm. hide all mm-hmm. that. I didn't want to put soil yeah. in there and make it all messy. So using scoria mm-hmm. was an easier option. But the, we've gone, the trunk is the PVC pipe. And then we've gone to the six millimetre when it comes to the branches, gone to the six millimetre aqua tubing. Then you get up to the higher branches, it goes to the four millimetre. Then you get to number eight fence wire that you'd find on a farm. Go to a dairy farm and you find the fence wire is eight millimetre fence wire. And Mm -hmm. then I've gone down to 18 gauge for the blooms and 26 gauge for the the leaves. And basically we paper mache all of that and each thing is inside the larger of the one before. So Jason drilled holes so that the the wire would go into each of those sizes. So he had his drill all batteried up and he would drill the holes and we put it in and I used my silicone tacky glue. I put the glue on both sides of the strip of crepe paper and we just paper mache it on. I guess I actually prior to that, we actually used packing tape. 
We wrapped it first to make it solid. So yeah. the branches do come out. There's actually yeah. packing tape, just normal, not duct tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tape. And yeah. we've paper mache around that. Yeah, yeah. My friend Catherine, Jason said, look, Wendy's friends are coming around all the time. She needs peace and quiet. She needs to get this done. So Catherine stayed away for about 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> and when she came back, she walked in and all she could say was, wow. And she said, the last time I saw this, you had flat leaves. These leaves look real. Yeah. She said, you've gone and gotten that that tree branch. And Mm. I said, no, I didn't go and get that tree branch. Yes, you (laughs) had. That's a tree branch. (laughs) No, we've made this. It took us a day, a whole day that Jason and I, putting the mechanics of this trunk and the main branches together, to mm-hmm. a point where I could then start actually making the blooms, deciding where they would go, if they were on the end of the branch, halfway through the branch. There is one thing I have done, and this was an idea from Susan, actually. Can you see, see this seed pot? I'll put my hand behind. Yes. That is off a real tree. Nice. Oh, that is off a real tree. I've got three of them in different sizes. Ooh. And I Because I went and I got some branches off a real tree. Yeah. So there's three sizes of those seed pods. Mm-hmm. And Susan said to me, well, how are you going to make them? And I said, I really don't think I've got time to make them. She said to me, well, why don't you wire them and put them in your tree? So that's what I did. Nice. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> exactly. It looks fantastic. So, it blends so, yeah, so seamlessly. It was, it was great. So basically those seed pods are the center of a flower that the petals have dropped and now it's the, the, the bloom is gone and yeah. it's now opening up and there's seeds inside. And mm-hmm. so so there is a there is realism in there because there's three seeds. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I have another question for you. So I know you had to transport it. How did you pack it to transport it safely to the art exhibit? Because <laughs> yeah. it's a I'm huge gonna you, I'm going to let Jason answer that question. <laughs> oh, can you speak a little bit closer? We can barely hear you. Into the um, taxi van and then carried it out. Wow. I mean, you're holding yeah. it the whole time. Yes. Yeah. Okay, everybody, we need to get a Jason. I know. Where do I, where, where do I get one? I know. We'll have to go to New Zealand, Jesse. It, it really just depends on the weather. Is it, I ordered the right weather, so we got it. Amazing, amazing. I had been thinking about it because we had it in my craft room and my craft room is just a bedroom and I've just got, it's just totally craft room. And I even said to Susan one day, would you believe me if I told you there's a bed in here? And she had been showing around my craft room on the camera and she said to me, you don't have a bed in there. There's no room. You've got so much craft stuff. And I said, watch this. And I opened the door. The bed is on its end behind the door, standing up against the wall. And she couldn't believe it. I was looking at at the tree and I thought, now, how are we going to get this into this taxi van to get it down there? And I thought, okay, we can go through the ranch slider on our decking. It's it's behind us. We've got the curtains mm-hmm. closed so that there's a, a backing on the tree there, so you the tree. But behind those curtains, there's a decking and a ranch slider. And I thought, oh, well, it'll go through that door and he can go down the decking and he'll get it into the back of the taxi van. And he just sat on the seat in the back holding the trunk of the tree. 
What did the taxi driver say when he oh, saw he this? Knew. He knew. We had oh, warned knew. him. We had warned him. <laughs> he knew what was coming. That's great. So that was all good. We worked it out. We could get it out the door. We could get it into the taxi van. We'd get it down there. Not a problem. But then all of a sudden, the penny hit. What about my craft room door? I have to get it out of my craft room. Then we've got to get it down the hallway and through the hallway door into the lounge before we can even make it to the ranch slider. (laughs) I don't know how they did it, but Jason and Catherine got it up onto a trolley and they wheeled it through. It took a bit of maneuvering, but they got it through single door, two single doorways in the hallway and they made it out to the lounge and it's now sitting on our coffee table after the exhibition's now finished it's now sitting on our craft on our coffee table in the lounge and every person that has walked in has said wow that looks real and that I know you'll agree with me is the highest compliment you can give any paper florist yes definitely when someone says wow that is real so this lady that I went and saw about her tree and her garden came down to the exhibition. I told her the dates and I said to her, come on down and come and have a look. So she came straight to me in my little room where I was demonstrating. And I said to her, how far have you gotten around the exhibition? And she said, oh, I've just come straight here. You told me you were going to be in this little room. I said to her, well, I've got an archway in the main room. You'll see that when you get to go and have a look in there. I said, but what I'd like you to do is go from here and go down the hallway, go to the back door where the wheelchair access is. And in the corner there is your tree. I'd like Mm -hmm. you to go and have a look. Well, she took a walk down the hallway and you couldn't see it until you were virtually on it. And all of a sudden I heard her voice and she went, it's my tree. (laughs) And I just smiled from ear to ear. She was just so thrilled and could not believe what I had achieved from taking photos of her tree that wasn't even a flower, but only had blooms. Yeah. What a wonderful, heartwarming story. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Memorable. I mean, like, it's all worth it. You know, absolutely. It's It's not a cheap hobby to have. Um, I'm glad I'm selling things now because it's paying for itself now. But in the beginning, it was an expensive hobby importing the paper. But that is worth that is worth doing to go to the Italian or the German crepe paper compared to New Zealand crepe paper. It just that was the defining moment for me, I think. Was that when you started selling your flowers? When did you decide that? Okay. Yes, it was. I did start selling them when I was mm-hmm. using New Zealand crepe paper. But once I got the good new crepe paper, it, that's when my shop just it went wild. Absolutely mm-hmm. wild. So yeah. now I've done, I've decorated for a 10th unicorn birthday. I've done my dad's 80th birthday where I did the whole room. I had the archway, the photo booth, the balloon archway. I just did the whole room. It was absolutely huge. I've done the Egyptian wedding. I've done a casket spray, but I downsized it because I knew being paper flowers, the forever flowers, that this widow would want to keep this for a later date and I knew if I did a big casket spray like a florist which she wouldn't have anywhere to put it Mm-hmm. The sad thing was that her husband who had cancer, he passed away while we had our lockdown. And so we could only have a memorial service. 
But we did have that service because, as I said, Jason's a chef. We said to them, what can we do? And she said, well, would you mind helping in the kitchen? Well, we took over the kitchen and we made sure she had nothing to do. And we just absolutely catered for that. Mm -hmm. She organised the food and what have you. Once it arrived, we just... We did everything right through to clean up. She had nothing to do afterwards. All she had to do was talk to family. And I had my paper flowers everywhere and it just went down a real treat. And she couldn't believe what we had done again as a team to help her and her family. This is the niece that helped me. That was her, <laughs> her dad that passed away. This is the niece that helped me with the archway. So it was a bit of, well, not payback, but it was, hey, Auntie Wendy, I'm here to help. And, and that was what was so great about it but from there I've done these speaking engagements Mm-hmm. And then now this art exhibition, which I just could not turn down. It was an opportunity of a lifetime, really. Can I ask you, do you prefer making smaller, like individual flowers, or do you love doing these huge installations? I like both. So here in New Zealand, oh, I suppose it's like with any florist, you get a huge bouquet for your birthday, right? And the blooms, they're beautiful, but it's so big, you've got to put it on your dining room table because there's nowhere else to put it. But then because it's your birthday, your family, turn up and so you want to have a meal so you take it off the dining room table and you put this huge bouquet of flowers on your coffee table but then the grandchildren start running around that coffee table and they're (laughs) going to push it off the coffee table and water's going to go everywhere so you try to put it on your dresser in the bedroom but the mirror on your dresser won't allow you to do that because the bouquet is too big where the heck do you put this huge bouquet of flowers Mm -hmm. until the family have gone and until it dies a week to 10 days later so what I tend to do as I downsize my arrangements and my bouquets. I downsize them to a manageable level where it can fit on a mantelpiece, it can fit on a dresser, it can fit on a coffee table. It's sometimes tall and skinny, sometimes it's, it's low and fat. It depends on the need of, of purpose of, of what that gift is going to be. Is this something that you usually have in terms of a discussion with your client about? Yes, definitely. I find out what they want the the gift for and you definitely have to ask timeframes because you need the time to make it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely is a big tip there too. What timeframe, what budget do you have? What are you going to do? What is the colours that person likes? I get a lot of orders for the hospitals or for rest homes because the elderly and even the staff in the rest homes don't have time to water plants they forget to water plants or or what have you there's only three wards I believe in the local hospital where I was yesterday actually that will let you have real flowers the other wards won't let you take real flowers in anymore Mm -hmm. so that's where I do get a lot of my work is to people that are in places that can't have real flowers so yeah that's what I do I just I try to downsize things to a manageable level where people can have them but then when you get the big things that's just as much fun doing this tree yes it was a great challenge mm-hmm. and it tested my abilities I don't mean to <laughs> blow my own trumpet but I think I knocked this one out of the park <laughs> Yay. I think so too yes okay I have a question so how do you figure out your pricing because I would say you're one of the first paper floors to introduce paper flowers in your area. How did you go about figuring the price that fit your community? Well, in the very beginning, when I was using New Zealand crepe paper, and it's a dollar. 
for a packet. It's cheap as and it's nasty as, as you know, as we've been talking about. <laughs> I would have what I called my Wendy price. And I would look at it and think, oh, yeah, I can make a rose for or a carnation for a dollar. And I'd just charge a dollar. And then my girlfriend or two girlfriends, the two that challenged me to start selling my flowers, one of them said, well, how much are you actually spending on it? Let's work it out. So she sat down and said to me, well, how much are the bamboo skewers you're using? Because I wasn't using wire for stems back then. How much is it for a twisty tie? How much is it for the, the crepe paper? And how much of that crepe paper do you use? And we knocked it right down to the absolute what I was using per flower. And I was making a flower for $3.50 and selling it for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. So then what I had was my Wendy price, which was undercharging. And my friend who helped me work out the prices, her name is Chris. I had my Chris price, who was putting <laughs> on an hourly wage on top of what I was making. So I kind of found it in the middle, intermediary range, where I would cover my costs. But I knew until I got known and I got found out that I could make things look so real that I could charge them a reasonable price without them going, oh, that's so expensive. I can't afford that. You're only Mm -hmm. making a paper flower. Mm -hmm. So my competition, I guess, around here is the $2 shop silk flower. And I can't compete with that. That's impossible. But the thing with those are, is you go into the store and you have to buy the flower they have in stock. You have to buy the color they have in stock. And if they've only got one in stock because the next person's bought them all, then that's all you can buy. Well, since being in the community, since being a part of Leah's group for a year on her website, since learning from you two and Susan and Janita and and everyone that's been so amazing, and Stephen and you've all been wonderful I'm now deconstructing real flowers and learning from nature and making it my way Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's important but we do list it down to every detail for those prices Mm -hmm. you have to like I said we are a team and Jason is my budget man (laughs) So he sees what I'm making and he sees the process and he'll come and he'll he'll come to the doorway. Right. Have you had your breakfast? Have you had your breakfast tablets? Because I still take a lot of medication for my health. Then he'll come to the door. Have you would you like a coffee? Do you want to have some lunch now? Have you had your lunchtime tablets? He comes and reminds me of everything. Because if I didn't, I would just sit there and make flowers all day. (laughs) And um, so so mind you of pricing as well he and does nice so what it. i do i'll come out and i'll say to him right i've just made this in it there is the wire for the stem there's the italian crepe paper i've used hot glue i've used tacky glue i've used pan pastels or this time i've used ink and then i'll go through it all he's seen it in his head as i've been making that process and then he'll he actually and says, right, blah, 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 blah. This is your price. Now, <laughs> oh my God, I love that. <laughs> I know. 
The reason why he can do this, and I have to tell you this too, and it's got nothing to do with paper flowers at all. He makes a shopping list when we go shopping, right? And because we don't have a car, we walk to town. We have three supermarkets in our town. We'll buy the specials at one store and we'll carry them to the next shop. We'll buy the specials there and we'll carry them to the last one and we'll get the rest of our shopping and we will taxi home. Now, he has his shopping list with a price by each individual item and he knows that we can afford that shopping list before we even leave the house. So wonderful. this is why he's my budget man. He yeah. has a head for figures. He has a head for budget. He knows how much it's cost me when I've bought things because we discuss everything. Mm -hmm. And it just comes to him and his head. I don't know how he does it. It's just in here is this incredible computer. (laughs) (laughs) I I think he's been abducted by aliens and they put a computer chip in his head. (laughs) But it's so important. So my wedding, when I had my wedding, Jesse, you were at that meeting. Mm -hmm. I still had all my wedding stuff here. The lady hadn't picked it up. And the mother of the bride hadn't told the bride that that she had organized all these flowers that I'd made. So there were big cardboard wallflowers mm-hmm. and there was name signs in English and Arabic with flowers all around them. There was the bouquet, there was mantelpiece arrangements. There was all sorts I put into that wedding. And mm-hmm. I had the makers meeting and I had it there in Sylvie in London. And I were talking before Susan was ready for the meeting and before she yeah. started recording. And so I, she said to me, oh, Wendy, what have you been up to? So I picked up the bouquet and I said to her well Jason and I have just finished this and I was showing Sylvie and we were talking about it and so when Susan came to start the meeting she said now Wendy I want you to show us what you've just been talking to Sylvie about and you guys were really great I explained what I was doing I showed you all what I'd done while I didn't tell you how much I gave the quote for the order itself was word of mouth the mother Mm -hmm. of the bride was a midwife and she'd been to see one of her patients the baby was at home she'd had the baby and she went to visit the baby at home and on the nursery wall was some of my flowers and she said man I would love that for my daughter's wedding where did you get them from so this lady gave her my number and she gave me a ring and um, she placed Mm -hmm. her order yeah. Well, you guys were just incredible. You were encouraging. You looked at the bouquet and said, hold it up to the camera. We want to see it closer. <laughs> How did you do this? How did you do that? What did you do when this happened? And I explained it all. Well, I explained to you at the time in our group, one of the biggest subjects is pricing. And Mm -hmm. this time I didn't do a Wendy price. I didn't do an intermediate price. I did what I call my Chris price. My friend that helps me to work it out when Jason's Mm -hmm. not here. I did a Chris price. I put in a quote and she accepted it. I put it up there and... Mm -hmm. And she was happy with that price. She couldn't believe it. When she came to pick up what I'd made, I'd done more than what I'd shown her I could do in photos. Mm -hmm. It was better quality, a better bouquet. And she was blown away by what the end result was. And she had tears running down her face. And to me, that was all worth it. All those hours. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that a paper florist, when we make paper flowers, we pour our heart and our soul in every single bloom. We try to make it the best that we can. And I just love that. And your heart, your love for paper flowers shines so big. I love that so much. (laughs) Thank you. I am very passionate about my paper flower making. And I think, I believe every bloom has character. Now, one's cheeky. One serious, <laughs> yes, one's yes. grumpy. Now, every single bloom is different, even if yeah. it is the same bloom. No yeah. one bloom is exactly the same when you put it together. And I love making the cheeky ones. <laughs> you don't know it's going to have that personality until you've finished it. And, yeah. and that's what I love about paper flower making. So true. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just it is a passion. Yes, yes. and oh I can talk about it until the cows come home. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you so much, Wendy. It's I can't believe an hour has already gone by. Wow, is it? Oh, you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> so we always may I, end... share, may I share one tip with you guys? Yes. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I have already shared it it at one of our meetings just recently, and that is storage of our flowers. Now, when it comes to having a lot of flowers, like I did with Dad's archway, when we store our blooms, the ones for the archway, the stems weren't complete because I needed them to go into the archway. Mm -hmm. But when you make a flower to sell, you complete the stem, you might put on some foliage. So all the flowers I've got in my containers are just plain plastic containers that you will use for storing stuff in in your home. Mm -hmm. But the stems aren't complete for those all those flowers I have because they do go into an archway. It's just a plain wire. But I still have all these flowers and all this foliage everywhere. Containers and containers under my desk, stacked in my shed, in the garden shed outside, they're Mm -hmm. everywhere. What I do is I went to the textile factory that makes material here in Mm -hmm. Levin, and their big rolls of cotton come on a huge round tube. And they were told, this is cut in half, actually, this one I'm showing you right now. So this is probably 30 centimetres tall. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 60 centimetres tall. So what's an inch? Right. That's, that, that might be two inches to you guys tall. So this is, was originally four inches tall. Mm-hmm. And I push a, a round cardboard bottom on it to mm-hmm. make it a vase. And I filled those containers with these round rolls. Uh, now this one's smaller. This is actually duct tape rolls, two put together. So uh, okay. the duct tape was empty. I then taped the two together and put a bottom on it. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I put them in the container and I stand them, the flowers in them like a vase. So mm-hmm. when it comes to my speaking engagements, Jason can take them out and he yeah. treats it like a vase. The yeah. flowers don't fall through the bottom because it does have a base on it. And he just puts it up on the table like that. And then we can have show and tell. Some of the filler flowers being smaller, they're on the shorter stems when you're doing fillers. But inside them are rolls, and I've, I don't know if you can see them. Yeah, okay. Yes. I can, I can in that one at least. Yes, yes. yes. So you've got rolls inside rolls. Yeah, yes. I have. <laughs> I squashed them in half. Yeah. and squeeze three rolls inside it. So I can have three different types of fillers in that, uh-huh. and they will stand separately inside. 
And then because I'm on a lot of medication for my health, in the medication bottles come the little sachets and and little plastic thingies that keep the tablets from getting moisture in them. Yes. Uh, Or if you buy a new handbag or a suitcase or something and they come with a little moisture silicone moisture thingies. I keep all those and I put them in those containers. And that helps to keep the moisture away from from our flowers. So important. Yeah. That's ingenious. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I do I, I do suggest with the containers, don't buy clear ones or even frosted ones because the light can still get into them and fade our flowers. Mm-hmm. So if you get colored ones, I've actually colored, covered my clear ones with mm-hmm. duct tape so that mm-hmm. the, the light can't get into them. But yeah. it's a great way to store when you have flowers. If you want to bring them out seasonally, I made them on a big job like I did for an archway. And you've got all these flowers. You've got all this wonderful foliage. Just don't know what to do without. That was my my solution. Oh, oh perfect. Wonderful. Thank you so yes. much for sharing that. That's oh, wonderful. you're welcome. You're very welcome. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so we have a quick question to ask you. When you're making paper flowers, what do you drink and what do you watch? Wow, I love water. I've learned that there are water drops out there and you can flavor that water with a couple <laughs> of drops. You can flavor the water. And so I drink water and I drink it a lot so that bathroom stops are needed. It gets you out of that chair <laughs> and gets you walking around the house. Yes, so true. Unfortunately, so unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I do have gnarly fingers with arthritis. Starting to bend my finger with arthritis, and they get very sore. So those bathroom stops are absolutely imperative. Mm-hmm. So I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of coffee. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do I watch? I actually listen to mm-hmm. audiobooks on my phone if I if I can. But later, actually, a lot of time it's silence. I don't listen to anything. Uh, Unless it's a series of audiobooks I'm wanting to listen to, I don't actually watch anything. It's actually silence because what I'm doing is the job I'm doing now is not what I'm thinking about because I did that on the job before. When I'm working, I'm actually thinking about the job coming ahead and how Mm -hmm. the mechanics of that is going to work. So Mm -hmm. while we were doing the magnolia tree, I was thinking about the Christmas order I am now working on. (laughs) The Christmas order I'm now working on, I am now thinking about the centerpiece Christmas order I've got to start next week. So I'm actually pre-thinking the next order because I know in my head already what I'm working on now. So if if it's not... It's always in your head. Yeah. yeah, you're always yeah. thinking. It's like nonstop. I can absolutely. see how absolutely listening to something, watching to something could be just too distracting. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And every now and then Jason will come in and he'll sit in a chair and he'll just sit and watch me and say, oh, okay, so that's how you decided to tackle this or, oh, he thought of that or, or whatever. And he'll, he'll come Aww. in and keep me company from time to time. Yeah, he's literally, like I said, guys, he is my Superman. And that's all I can wish for anyone in the world, that you have a mate that is not your other other half because you Mm -hmm. are important yourself. You are enough on your own. You don't need to have someone else to make you complete. But we are a peer. We are a team. And he is 100% my best friend, my husband, my paper florist assistant, my my house manager, my, my dishwasher, my <laughs> vacuum cleaner, my gardener. Aww. He Aww. is amazing. That's and awesome. I literally cannot do what I do without him. 
Oh, thank you so much, Wendy, for sharing your yeah. story, sharing Jason with us. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's been amazing getting to know you. And yeah. hopefully you're going to be at the makers meeting. So it's just me oh. committing to going to more there's, makers meeting. My friend. That is my biggest, over and above the advice I've just given. Yeah. Be at the makers' meetings. No need to be nervous. We have so much fun. We laugh, oh, we talk, we share our techniques, our tips. We share the, the ugly as well of yeah. making the blooms because if I can tell you what went wrong when I made it, then that might help you to learn yes, too. Yes, for sure. Exactly. So you need sure. to share not just the good, but the bad and the ugly of making those blooms. And to share that with someone and encourage someone to have the passion that I have is actually an amazing thing and I, yeah. I like encouraging on the group and I don't know if you've noticed but in all my posts at the end I always put be safe stay safe happy crafting and that's important it is it's really <laughs> important yeah thank yeah. you Wendy so much yes thank you so much more ways to support us please hit subscribe and write us a review we would appreciate it so much you can also support us as a patron on patreon.com your contribution would help us continue to create great content for you and the paper flower community